Okay, so here's the deal. We all have different ways of dealing with isolation. Some of us are trying to figure out how to cope. Some of us are finding solace in creating. And some of us are just trying to find a center and balance. We may be separated, but we are not alone. Welcome to Little Sips, a brief check-in with former guests on the podcast to see how they are coping and what they are doing while they're stuck in place during the COVID-19 pandemic. Please remember to check in on each other and be kind to yourselves. This time isn't easy for any of us, but maybe together we can find balance. The medicine is hard to swallow, but maybe we can all take little sips to get through it. Champagne is also a band podcast is proud to be a part of the Champagne Showers podcast network. Today's guest is Kenna from episode 13. Let's give them a call and find out what's going on. Hello. Hi, Kenna. This is Sven. Hey, how you doing, Sven? Not too bad. Oh, man. It's so good to hear your voice. Yeah, it's good to hear from you. How are you doing? How is quarantine? Are you quarantined? Are you being safe? What's happening? I am, uh, I will call it sequestered. I am sequestered <laughs> away in my uh, house out in the middle of nowhere. So yes. I find that acceptable. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, we're, we're, oops, just second reaching. Um we're recording now, so... Uh, oh, okay, so cool, know, cool, cool. Sorry, I, I should have been like, beep, as soon as we started, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, trying to just see how people are dealing with being kind of sheltered away and um, figuring out how to cope and how to deal and, and, you know, creating in some ways or not creating or just, are they creating to cope? Are they coping to create i don't know um, i think it's one and the same for me yeah. for sure excellent it's all simultaneous so i mean i have four questions so okay um i mean i, I yeah so here we go it's uh one have you been working on anything um yeah i've been working on quite a bit um i would say to answer these questions i would definitely preface that i a lot of people know a lot of my friends know that i moved up to pontiac to take care of my grandma yeah and so before all the stay-at-home orders were real and active and happening i've been sort of sort of living a the quarantine life before it was happening, just, um, being available to her, um, at all hours of the day to help her with whatever she needs and pretty much not, not really going out because I was in a new town and it's a pretty small town. There's not a whole lot to go out and do as a young queerdo artist, punky musician, weird person that I am. Um, so I was kind of doing the the stay home and just work on myself and music and yeah. healing stuff before before we were all doing it together. So it's kind of wild that we're all doing it now at the same time, you mm. know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I've been I've been in the mental space of quarantine without the mental scare um of a global pandemic just the regular mental scare of oh wow i'm like responsible for 
a very near and dear person's life and yeah. well-being sort of thing. And that just sort of got, um, what's the word? Um, a lot. Well, it just became a lot larger of a feeling and a lot larger of a motivator in light of COVID-19. So, yeah, but I have been making stuff recently. Um, I started trying, <laughs> I accidentally, man, you're going to have to edit so much of this. I'm just, Oh, no, I mean, uh, uh, actually, I mean, fortunately, well, I, I'm not planning on editing these a lot, so, but. Oh, I, great, I don't know. great. No, no, no. <laughs> if, uh, I'm happy, I'm happy to like go back and do a little bit if, if that, that would make you feel uh, more comfortable with some of this, but I'm also, it's, it's just supposed to be a conversation and, and like, I, I kind of like the idea of. Um, people getting to have kind of a fly on the wall kind of experience with this because I, I'd like to think, although I have some preset questions, I'd like to do that whole, let's just kind of talk about what's, what's going on and how you're doing. And um, so it, it's been kind of a, you know, it's good to just hear conversations again, you know? Oh yeah. And that's totally. kind of the idea. In light of that, then yeah, just don't edit anything. Just let me put it all out there. <laughs> Let's put it all out there. Because I mean, yeah, it, it's just been. This has been. Um, I mean, really rewarding for me to just be able to just talk to people that I admire and and um, to a certain extent like love because of the you know i've heard everyone's music and so that is a very personal connection and so yeah um you had you developed this i don't know maybe falsely uh, like a, a a a relationship based on that you know where you think uh, i don't know anyway i'm, I'm trying no not, i think i, to, I like, understand but, what you're saying there for sure i think there's a flip side of that uh for the uh for the for the songwriter or the artist that we're fans of like when you're the, when you are the artist that someone like enjoys their work of or however I'm trying to say that um yeah. there's like I've noticed especially in my time up here with my grandma um in quarantine is like I miss having a band so much and I realized that part of why um some of my bands didn't stay together for a very long time is because I was like getting a lot of like not imagine i guess imagined closeness like i felt very close to the people uh, i was making music with and the people i was sharing my music with because i was putting all my cards out on the table and being really super very vulnerable and realizing that not everyone comes comes to the to the table uh, with all of their their cards out and all of their vulnerability out for the for the view and yeah. i think that like that's where that closeness gets fostered is through that feeling of mutual sharing um and sometimes it's it's like to your detriment and sometimes it's to your to your healing and and yeah. to to so much positive growth and i think right now it's like that's where we're learning that there's so much positive growth available and vulnerability and being honest with one another about how we're really doing so yeah i get that for sure and i know you've been so busy and so caught up with a lot of things that I, I really do genuinely appreciate you being able to just take a little bit of time to just talk a little bit and see um, like what, what's been created and also just kind of how you're doing. Um, uh, 
So I, I have my second question, which is like, maybe yeah. I should end with this one, but I kind of feel like <laughs> I, I want, I want to kind of peek it a little bit uh, in like the middle is this idea of, so what is the first thing that you want to do once the, um, the shelter in place has been lifted when it's like you, you can finally do that thing that you're, you're just dying to do. Yeah. Um, I think there's a few different parts of me that have like priority things that I want to do, but the first answer I thought of was I want to go dancing. I want to go dancing so bad more than anything. Do I want to go hold people and Mm. move collectively? Um, that sounds so great. I miss dancing. I think of back in the day when I was sneaking into the Rose Bowl before I was 21, um, different owners, don't worry. Um, Charlie and Marty can't get in trouble. Um, but I used to sneak in and dance with Bob Chapman. He was, he's a really good, um, dancer and a really good lead. And my sister and I would dance with him and, um, we would just feel like we were really good dancers and we looked like pretty good dancers cause he was such a good lead. And uh. it was so just like fun and sweet. And, um, Bob is one of, one of the nearest, dearest people and creative, um, mm. artists, I think of, of Champagne Urbana for sure. He's so talented and giving and such a good friend to so many people and, I miss that. I miss, I miss going to the hoot nanny and just, Mm. even though, you know, bluegrass is not necessarily my cup of tea for lots of different reasons, but there is something, there's a very, um, nostalgic buzz Mm. about me when I'm, when I'm hearing the mandolin and the banjo and, and these beautiful old, um, harmonies that we've been singing for so long as, as people, um, so yeah, I think a hoot nanny dancing with Bob Chapman or Ben Jocelyn would be the most nostalgic medicinal experience right after quarantine. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Gosh, and yeah, I mean, even dancing seems like it seemed like such a kind of mundane, standard thing that yeah. we just kind of took for granted, and I. I I like that idea of like finally be able to move with another person to some music and yeah, I mean, yeah. And just have that sense of community. I think with, with COVID, whether you're um, just, just being sheltered from other people, I just feel like at this time with so much uncertainty, there's like this heaviness that's just weighing on everything. And I just feel like, a good dance of like people not giving a shit about things would be absolutely amazing. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. let that, I don't know, blow off steam, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds, that sounds amazing. And I, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not the greatest dancer and I, and I feel really goofy dancing, but I probably even dance. I'll tell you. I think that's the thing is that like, we're learning, I think we're learning a lot of things about what's you know obviously what's important and what's not and whether or not like you move like everybody else or sound like everybody else or fit in a certain way i think Mm. in the in the certain ways that we've wanted people to fit in 
um, as a society and pressured people to fit in as a society. I think Mm. that will shift. There's a shift going on right now of just like accepting what is, what it is that we have to offer one another with, with joy and with um, a softness and not a judgment like we did before. And I think that like, and also I crave a group dance so much because I think that's the, you know, that's the last place any of us want to be right now. And that would mean that we were safe and we were in the clear. And um, if we were able to get together at that capacity and really move, like we don't care Hmm. really dance, like we don't mind that anyone's watching and um, feel that kind of freedom. I think that's at the crux of it is that feeling that um, safe, safeness and vulnerability again. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I've seen you do a few, um, live streams already. Um, uh, do you plan on doing a live stream anytime soon again, or Feels I like don't that's... have one in the, in the, on the books you could say. Uh-huh. Um, but I do have a couple ideas, um, cooking for some, pretty specific live streams with, um, specific, um, beneficiaries, I guess. Um, I'd like to do one for the red herring. And that's something that I've started talking, uh, with the Channing Murray and about to send an email about, um, how I could best help the red herring. Cause that, that space was a space for me that led to a lot of growth and cultivated a lot of safe space for me to explore, yeah. who I am and, and who I want to be for, for the community around me. And they're doing so much good work right now with the bucket brigade and feeding so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always, I mean, since the 1960s, since their advent, it has been a place of, of, um, safe safety for so many. And yeah. they're, they haven't put that, that pledge to the community down and, even though I'm in Pontiac and not connected physically to, to those spaces anymore, I care about them and think about them. And, and a lot of my friends that I, that I've kept after the move are, are working there and affected by, by the red herring or the Channing Murray or actively working to help the community through that um, place. So that's something I'm working on, um, on coordinating. So that'll happen, um, probably on Facebook live. Mm. Um, but it's a whole nother ball game of trying to make sure in audio interfacing and all that land that I hardly understand the correct terminology for, Uh but, um, making sure your sound is coming through in a way that's even pleasing remotely to the ear because our speakers do, some terrible things to a yeah. belt or a loud, passionate voice. They can really distort it really quickly and make it something that's not enjoyable to listen to. So that's a whole nother um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> set of skills that I have to sort of figure out how to have. But yeah, um, well, I mean, if there's, I mean, the only thing I can just think of at least is, is maybe having some kind of, um, compression on your vocals if you can do that i don't know if that's something available to you but you know yeah if you I, were able I to have do that you would be no able to... idea <laughs> oh, oh okay um but sorry <laughs> that would be like the only thing i could think of to at least keep it from 
you know, peaking and I mean, cause you, yeah. you do, you do have the wide range of, um, you can sing nice and quiet sometimes, but man, you, you let it fly. And I love that. I can really but, yell. Yeah. I can really yell, Stan. Yeah. So, I mean, but, <laughs> but I, I think like a little bit of compression would keep that if, if, so I don't know, look, look for compression in something. <laughs> anyway, All I, right. I don't know. Um, uh, but, but yeah, no, if, if, if you want to, uh, if you have any questions off air, maybe, uh, we can talk about figuring some of that out if i can help yeah. if there's somebody yeah. smarter i hope they will help you <laughs> that's yeah all. if anyone but, listening has that um knowledge go ahead and send me a message slide right. into my dms or send me an email all right <laughs> excellent <laughs> very cool so um i guess what my my downer of the last question is um so, for you, like, what's the worst thing about the stay-in-place order? Um, I mean, I think the worst thing is a lot of things. I think the worst thing is is all of it and the fact that I am responsible for my grandmother's well-being. Mm -hmm. That's to be in care of a matriarchal um, source of love in in so in my family and in my family's well-being so if i the pressure to be safe is um even larger and i think that's good for a lot of for a lot um i think if more people were facing that fear more people of my age and younger who are going out and being stupidly social um and risking so many lives um if that if this if the pressure that i feel every day um to remain home and remain alone um and wash my hands and clean all the time um mm -hmm. and on top of um, my grandmother's 91 and she is doing very well with her mind and her body. She has agency she over, looked, um, over that amazing. mostly she's, I mean, she's an incredible woman wow. and an incredible source of, of support for so many members of my family. Um, that if, if, you know, and I, uh, it's, if I, if I fuck up, you know, then it's, it's not just me who gets, mm possibly very sick because i'm a smoker and i am i was doing really well on quitting smoking before this happened and mm. that's been the the first bad habit from the before time that's come back to rear its ugly head but there's a whole nother psychology of what it means to be um, an addict in um quarantine right. um and then to have the responsibility of someone I love so much and someone that my family needs so much um, is is an incredible, incredibly large weight. And it's affecting how I make music and how I take care of myself and how I can show up for other people in my life. And um, it's that's that's definitely the, the hardest part of quarantine is that I'm not in quarantine just with myself, which is not easy either. You know, I, I think it's, it's not easy for anyone. I think if you're in a, like, if you're quarantined with your whole family, that's incredibly stressful. You're trying to emotionally take care of everyone and physically, but then if you're alone and you don't have a pet, you don't have any living being with you, you're just alone. Mm -hmm. 
with your thoughts and your and your traumas and your heart that's your mind can play so many tricks on you um and there's no part of this spectrum that's easy and um i think remembering that when we're talking to one another is is the most important thing that we can do but yeah for me i i say it a lot jokingly to my family of or like I said on something on Facebook the other day about like, I'm seconds away from downloading Tinder out of boredom. Um, and only a few people understood that I was just like, I I couldn't really say this to so many people, but Mm. like if, if I were to go on a date, I could, I could kill my grandma. Like, it's like, it was more of a commentary on like how, for me, when I made it, my feelings were just like that the desire to not be alone has motivated so many decisions in our young lives Mm. and so many and motivated so many decisions that turned into mistakes in retrospect. Right. And to not have that escapism choice of falling in love or meeting a new person and being enraptured by who they are to not have that choice um, is a whole nother bag of bullshit that you have to sift through and find yeah. find who you are and do it on your own. And, you know, I don't know. It's There's a lot of narratives swimming through my mind when I think about what what kind of good can come from this pandemic and these these stay-at-home shelters trying not to focus on the things that are Mm. so horrible but also needing to learn we need to learn about them and educate ourselves as to what's really going on in our society and the way our society's been structured and what this pandemic means for Mm. every every person and not just ourselves i don't know no, that was an unrelated I, rent, but no, that 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 sounded exactly. That's exactly what I was asking, and and I I just yeah I um uh being a caregiver is a uh, uh, a huge burden. Not not burden. I don't know what to say, but it's it's just a heavy weight, and it's it's a huge it's a huge thing. But it's also like there's a lot of in the same. In the same light of there's so there's a vast amount of depravity and sadness in in our current state right now um but also and there's a vast in this there's a vast amount of sadness in in helping my grandmother just because even though she's doing very well and has her mind um mm-hmm. and is fun to be around and is a jokester and hmm. is sweet and supportive. Um, there's also just facing the fact that I'm going to get that old one day and I don't plan on having children. Who's going to come live with me when I'm 91, if I make it that long and, and facing those personal fears while having to focus on the well-being of another person is a lot. And I think that's what we're having to do as a, as a globe right now. And, um, there's just so there's so many good things that come from from getting to know my grandma mm. at this kind of intensity of of being her caretaker and also being her friend and also being her granddaughter who she can guide and influence mm. and 
and confide in too. And that's, it's an interesting um, shift in, in relationship that's been occurring. And I think that it is reflected in, in what we're doing as a globe and as a nation and as a state and as a community right now too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. You, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, can I thank you for just taking this interview and, and talking with me and I, I just, I am just in awe of your thoughts and, and what you're working on. And, and it sounds like some of your music is, is also, you're still working on music and I, I look forward to, and hopefully you'll be uh, willing to share something that you might've worked on and you could just record it on your phone and I can end it. I can add it at the end of this episode. If yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Excellent. I've got some, I've got some, some stuff I can send your way and, and thank you for thinking of me and, and wanting to hear how I'm doing. I think that I don't talk to a lot of people. Maybe you mm. can tell by the fragmented sentences and, um, super ADHD thought processes, but, um, yeah, thanks for <laughs> being a social sure. light for me in my day. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for listening to the show. Without further ado, here's Kenna May's song, Pulling Teeth.
hi, 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 hi. This is Kenna. Damn it. <laughs> hi. Thank you for listening to Little Sips. This is Kenna May from episode 13, reminding you great music. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, hi. Thank you for listening to Little Sips. This is Kenna from episode 13, reminding you great CU music is on the internet. Stay right where you are. Stay there. Stay inside. Don't go outside. I know you want to go outside because that's where all your friends are. But I got to tell you, you got to stay inside. You got to stay inside where it's safe. Wear a bandana. Wear a mask. Wear your gloves. Clorox that. Holy shit. Is that dirt? I don't know. What is it? Microbes? Probably. It's COVID-19. Stay inside. We love you.